Welcome to the Your Health Hub podcast with Zandra Christie. In this episode, Zandra chats to the amazing Lisa Giles, a mindset coach who will work with you to realize your potential and help you towards achieving your goals, no matter how big or small. Successfully helping people change careers, set up new businesses, and feel happier and more fulfilled in life, Lisa understands the challenges faced when feeling stuck. Having overcome her own depression and anxiety, Lisa is passionate about helping others do the same. An expert in appreciation and mindset, Lisa also works with you to positively influence your relationships with family, friends, colleagues, and love relationships, as well as the most important relationship of all, the one you have with yourself. Lisa is going to be your health hub's very own agony aunt, which we are very excited about. So we hope you enjoy meeting Lisa in this episode. So here we are on a nice frosty morning um, speaking to Lisa, um, who is going to be our new agony aunt for the Health Hub local newspaper. And I use the word agony aunt because everyone knows what that is. But I think it's fair to say that Lisa is much more of a mindset coach than an agony aunt. Anyone who knows Lisa will know that she has a very bubbly personality. She's amazing. She's also a Pilates teacher. She knows a lot of stuff. So I'm going to hand over to Lisa, who can tell us a little bit about the uh, mindset coach business that she is in. Thank you. Nice to meet you, everybody. Um, I actually love Agony Aunt because everyone knows what an Agony Aunt is. And it's always been a dream of mine, genuinely, to help people. So I feel like, you know, it's taken a long time to get where I am now. But I feel like every single thing that I've done in my life has led up to it, if that makes sense. And I've always been an agony aunt for everyone. I can remember when I was younger and I used to work in a pub and I remember, you know, as well as serving drinks and having a load of lovely fun and banter with everyone, I was like everyone's agony aunt. Like, I don't know, you know, I think to certain people have this gift of being able to see things in a different way and, you know, help people. And I'm a massive people's champion. I want absolutely everyone to be successful. And that's what I've always done. So, yeah. So the fact that now here I am at the ripe old age of 40, being an agony aunt is like a dream come true. I'm just so excited and I just love helping people. So, yeah, can't wait. Can't wait um, to get problems and help them to see them a bit differently. Well, I'm very excited, very excited at the whole prospect. I mean, the uh, magazine's been going a few years yet, but the newspaper's a much more community-based um, magazine, a uh, newspaper, if you like. And I think it would be really, really good to have somebody there who, as you say, is a people champion, someone yeah. who they can turn to. Of course, it's all incomplete. Um, and, and Oh, my God, say that again. Yeah. It is completely anonymous. <laughs> and in a minute yeah <laughs> um and I, I just I do I think you're going to be inundated with emails once this gets going I really do I, I hope really so do. because I do think that actually at the moment I feel like the world has gone a bit full circle and I feel like at the moment well-being is at the absolute forefront of what everybody is trying to do and everyone's trying to move forward obviously with the you know life is hard enough but with everything that's happened over the past few years, I think it's just put an inordinate amount of strain and stress on absolutely every individual person. Everyone's dealt with it in a different way, but there's not one person that would have 
come out unscathed from everything that's gone on. Do you know what I mean? And I think now we are all so busy. Like there's not one person that really sits back and doesn't have a million different jobs to do, be it a parent, a wife, a husband, a brother, a sister, a family member, you know, full-time workers, part-time workers, people with their own business, just absolutely everyone. And the pressures of society to be a certain way, earn a certain amount, buy certain things, do certain things. I just think the pressure on every individual now is huge. And I don't think we've seen this amount of pressure before. You know, I think that it's all culminating into one of the most difficult times. I know that things have been difficult in the past, and obviously I'm not taking away from that, but things are different now. You're, everything is so easily accessible. As soon as you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is let the world into your bed by checking your phone. And it's not necessarily all positive. So just imagine that when you wake up in the morning, you don't give yourself a chance to be in the moment and to appreciate anything. The, the first thing you do, the majority of people, me included, unless I'm really strict, is check your phone and the world is in you. That's it. The, you're open to the to the stress of the world and that then sets your day up. How you start your day literally sets up for how your day is going to go. That is so true and actually guilty as charged yeah same yeah I mean I get up check my emails check my insta bloody yeah. that and, you, and I, I do sometimes realize it's an hour later yeah and think wow what a waste of a day <laughs> but as you but, say if you see a sad story or something that is really concerning and let's face it world news at the moment isn't exactly jolly is it um, you know, as you say, you've set yourself up for the day now with a big negative. Oh, my God. And you worry for your children or you start to think, um, you know, like, let, let's use the example of the recent gas and electric um, hike. You know, anyone, as you say, there's lots of us working and, one, you know, some of us are working a few jobs just to make ends meet. So the added pressure of rising mm. food prices, rising fuel costs and now household fuel is I know I've seen a lot of stressed people. I've seen a lot of people who are very anxious. And I mm. think post-COVID world, you've got a lot of people who have anxiety and um, mental health issues that they perhaps didn't have Massive. before. Massively, massively. And, you know, this is one of the things that upset, this is one of the things that has affected me most about the whole pandemic is the way that it's been dealt with and the way that it's it's put people, as you say, into a state of complete fear of even leaving the house or of even, you know what I mean? And anxiety is the, the huge now. You know, like you say, some people that really wouldn't have... Well, I spoke to my nan the other day. She's um, 82, my nan, and she's very... I get a lot of my spirit from her. She's very positive and she's very much like... I've been here this long, I've dealt with breast cancer, I've dealt with TB, I've only got half a lung. If this is what's going to get me, it's going to get me. I've had a good life. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that that's, you know, I don't want to trigger anyone by saying that's how you should be. But her attitude is very much like, um, you know, I'm going to get on with it. But she says to me, like her sister, who lives a really long way away, similar age, is now fearful to leave the house. You know, she's had her vaccine, she's done everything right, and now she's actually petrified of leaving the house. And I, I think logically, if you really sat down and weighed up the risks, then that wouldn't be the fear of leaving the house. Does that make sense? So I feel like if you actually thought logical about it, then the fear would be less. But it's not. It's not a logical thing, anxiety. It's like the fear of everything that we've been fed for the past few years. Of course, it's going to culminate in just thinking, I just don't want to deal with it. And what worries me now is how are we going to undo this? 
how is it all going to be undone until we get to a place where, you know, we can reset? And actually, globally, I don't think it's going to happen. I think individually, people are going to have to start taking a bit more self-responsibility and go, no, do you know what? I don't want to live in fear anymore. I want to get help. I want to learn how I can not live in fear. And, you know, what person by person, bit by bit, we can all become stronger in that way. I'm, I'm a massive believer in that. No, it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. I mean, the fear-based um, thinking is quite common without COVID on top. So I do know a lot of people actually who have been very happy working from home, getting their shopping delivered and really not doing very much, you know, haven't interacted much and have got massive anxiety now about the fact that they're expected to go back into the office. And I think a lot of that is not necessarily that they think they're going to die if they leave the house, but um, I think they're the, the work-life balance has been quite nice through the COVID period. Mm-hmm. If you've been lucky enough to carry on working. And I'm, I, I'm the same. I've been working from home and not the office. And I don't really want to go back to the office. I, I, I think that's okay. And I don't necessarily think that's all about anxiety, is it? Because at the end of the day, I really think that that's... I can take so many... I hope that I'm not the only one, but I can take so many positives from what this pandemic has done. So many. It's taught us, you know, in the first, I remember the post that I did on Instagram that was really well received because in the first lockdown, I basically did a post where I was focusing on what it had given us. It had given us the time to sit back and have time to spend with our family to look at our lives and actually to think, right, as I've had, I've had no choice but to slow everything down what now, you know, what does this hold in for me? We're spending more time with our children. Like you say, we're spending more time at home. The work-life balance for everyone has become a little bit more in the forefront of everyone's mind, which I think is huge. I think that actually we got to the stage where everyone was under so much pressure to work so much harder and strive for the next thing and blah, blah, blah. This should have taught us all that we need to slow down in lives. And I do understand that actually now that life got back to normal, a lot of people got straight back into that. I am one of the luckiest people I knew because I used that time. I divorced from my husband just before it happened. So I was all of a sudden in a pandemic as a single mum. But you know what? I didn't use that time to panic. I did exactly that. It was like this happened and I had no choice but to just go, right, what can I bring out the best of this? And this is the time that I absolutely spent on everything I now know about myself and everything that I now know that I can help other people do exactly the same. I've not always been this person that just takes everything the best way. You know, I've struggled with mental health and depression and anxiety my entire life. I could tell you all of the you know horrible stuff that I've had to do in the past and deal with but now I decided to take control and work on myself and it is a daily thing self-work takes a daily commitment and I'm absolutely committed to that and to making other people feel the same that you it's your work and you absolutely have to do it that's very true I I really um I'm maybe one of one of the few people but a bit like you found so many positives in in it Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed having time at home um, with my son. I, I was furloughed from my day job and I used that time to decorate the house. We went out every day for a lovely dog walk in our daily exercise, um, which we do anyway. Um, but it was just really nice to have a child with us because he's a teenager. He doesn't normally interact with us. And actually, he now says, um, you know, he, he looks back really fondly on that time because mm-hmm. he spent it with us. And... And how lovely is that? Because it is time that my, 
you wouldn't get to spend again because you know my um son was what six seven at the time and my daughter was like three um it was was it yeah about that and that's time that they would have been at school that I wouldn't have got to spend with them and it was you know obviously it was challenging at time god they were full on and I was on my own and I'm a massive extrovert this is another thing that I was going to say everybody would have dealt with it differently because personality I believe in my experience and my knowledge plays a huge part in all of this there are introverts there are extroverts there are people that get their energy from spending time alone there are people that get their energy from spending time with people and if people of my ilk extroverts would have been forced to spend too much time on their own that itself can cause depression and anxiety and that would have been absolutely huge and you know I mean for me I struggled hugely luckily because I'm a single mum I was able to bubble up with my friend who was a single mum without that I would have absolutely been a mess because I need people we did have some time gone mad well homeschooling wasn't exactly much fun that was the only element I didn't enjoy I hasten to add (laughs) yeah yeah but again it's all about I mean it's all about I've I've just taken the prep I urge everyone to just take the pressure off yourself I did that at homeschooling. I just thought to myself, look, at the end of the day, I'm not a teacher. I don't know how teachers do it. There's a certain way that you have to teach children and have the patience. And genuinely, that's not, yeah, I'm not trained to do that. And I don't think that's my forte. So I took the pressure off myself and I just thought, you know what? As long as my, my children are learning all the time, just exactly like you say, by talking to you and by spending time with you. So I took a massive bit of pressure off myself. And I was like, if the kids can still read and write at the end of this, um, you know, and they're still fed and no one's hurt, like, we're fine. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're the same. We're the same. Bare, bare, bare minimum done. But um, I have a new, healthy, uh, found respect for teachers, I have to say. Oh, God, me too. And some of these teachers have like teaching and they've got kids at home. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. And I have a massive respect, and I said this all the time, for the people that I'm very lucky in what I do is that I can be not lucky in the fact that I did lose 70% of my business, but lucky in the fact that I'm very flexible so I could spend a lot of time with the children. There were people, my, you know, some of my close friends have got really stressful full-time jobs and having to homeschool their children at the same time. And I was like, I genuinely don't know how you're doing that. I just, yeah. you know... Yeah. Have you found now, since we've gone back to normal, have you found that you're letting some stuff go that you would have, like your social stuff and your, you know, like are you getting less into things and slowing your life down a bit, do you think? And I, th- I feel like um, a little bit like I have ramped up my life again. Yeah. So I've kind of gone back into the old ways um, in some respects, but then in other respects I have Every day now, every day without fail, I do make sure I have time to get out with the dog. Mm. Whereas when I was working before COVID, I'd pay a dog walker sometimes a week to walk the dog. So now that is my job and it's my way of grounding, getting out in the woods and having a, you know, a good 45 minute walk with the dog. And I feel so much more human for it. And the lockdown has taught me that, that daily exercise, that daily going out in the fresh air is so, so vital. 
so needed and it's self-care isn't it because you're doing something that makes you feel good and I think that's another thing obviously I'm a big advocate of that but that's another thing that we don't do you don't prioritize yourself enough and I think this is the thing that if I could teach one thing it would be self-love self-belief and self-discipline because I think we're so used to looking after everyone else and being under so much pressure to look after the kids or our husband or even just friends and putting everyone before we put ourselves and I just think we can't do that anymore because you know at the end of the day you can't I take better I'm a very giving person I always have been but now I've learned boundaries so I don't just let everyone take from me I make sure that I look after myself and I'm much better helper for that. Just the energy that you give off when you're looked after yourself and you're in that great place, it instantly just helps everyone anyway. So it's so important, self-care, I think. Absolutely. You talk about boundaries there and I think that's probably quite a big aspect for people, quite a big problem for a lot of people who, you know, as you say, being a busy mum working, you put, put the kids first, you put the house first, you put, get the dinner on first before doing anything for yourself but there are people I think that's just normal but there are people who bow to pressure from their peer groups from Mm -hmm. uh, external family members and I think that's probably quite a a biggie for a lot of people setting boundaries absolutely and it's not easy trust me from a people pleaser I've been a people pleaser all of my life and for me to set boundaries it's taken a long time to understand the, the necessary to it and also to be able to make it happen. It's not an overnight thing. And it's not about being rude. Do you know what I mean? I have had people in my life that are not as close as they used to be. And it's just naturally what's happened when I started prioritising different things. And that's what it's all about. It's about prioritising your feelings and the way you feel and everything then will fall into place. If you constantly feel tired and depleted and stressed and then you think that you're doing a good job of looking after your children or a good job at your job or a good job as being a friend. You're not really. I mean, you know, you are. You're doing the best that you can. But the job that you would do if you were fully filled up in yourself and not depleted and tired, you'd have to put in half the effort to get twice as many results. I promise you. It's a very good point. It's true. When you go on holiday, think how productive you are when you come back. Yeah, because you're recharged. Yeah, I'm all for recharging. (laughs) Absolutely, I'm all for recharging. But yeah, let's do it daily. Let's make it a daily habit. Let's get up in the morning and before we do, before we let the world in, let's decide what we're going to do to take care of ourselves that day. And we need to teach this to our children. Do you know what I mean? We need to teach our children. You know what? Mummy's going to go and do this because it makes mummy feel good. And you're just going to have to wait for me for a moment because I'm having some self-care time. You know, whether that's sitting in my meditation room or, you know, just having five minutes of sitting and listening to music without anyone talking to me. Like whatever it might be, going out for a dog walk, doing your Pilates and your yoga. Don't let that be. Oh, I don't have time. Prioritize these things. And if anyone has a problem with you prioritizing those things, that's their problem. Don't let it be your problem. That's no, true. Actually, in doing that in a family environment where your children actually learn, that that's fine to go and take five minutes for yourself. That's a massive life. if you think about how stressed we are now in the world think about what what we need to start doing to our children now to make them switch everything around because it starts with them it starts with them do we want them to grow up 
feeling the stress that we feel now and then it's going to be multiplied and multiplied as they get older or do we want them to grow up now starting from a very calm and centered place and then all of the stresses of the world that want to throw at them they can deal with because in here they're calm and centered just as we are we need to learn that first and then we pass it on to our children million percent uh, it's very true. My son has ADHD, so he's quite um, quite active anyway. But um, I take him to things like sound baths. Oh, yes. Meditation group so that he actually, he will switch off, but it does take, you can see him coming down slowly. But, really? Yeah. But he recognises how how that helps. He sees yeah. it in himself, so that's really good. It's well, so I'm, yeah, I'm so excited about what you're going to offer to the newspaper. So if anybody has a question for Lisa, you can ask her anything. Um, email info at yourhealthhub.uk and um, she will sort out the ones that she can answer and the ones that she can help with. And um, anonymously, they will appear in the newspaper. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Lisa, do you have a website or contact information that you want to share in case people want to have a private session with you? Yes, my Instagram is lovelisa.me. And my website is also www.lovelisa.me. And there you can book a no obligation phone call. And I'll ask you some questions and you'll give me the answers and I'll tell you how to sort your life out. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed that. If you have any questions for Lisa, you can get in touch with her in full confidence. Just email to info at yourhealthhub.uk. You will remain completely anonymous. And if you'd like to get in touch with Lisa directly, you can visit her website, www.lovelisa.me. See you on the next episode.